Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. There are nearly 20 million military vets in the U.S. And each week, we focus on their stories. This is CBS Eye on Veterans. All right, this is CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy vet Phil Briggs for ConnectingVets.com. And today we're going to take another look at the power of hyperbaric oxygen therapy. The science is not exactly new, and the applications are FDA approved. Yet the VA still seems to be reluctant to use hyperbaric oxygen therapy for the recovery from head injuries. Dr. Robert Beckman, the executive director of TreatNow.org, is a leading expert in hyperbaric oxygen therapy and says it's one of the keys to ending the veteran suicide crisis. Dr. Beckman has published extensive articles and scientific studies which show links between head injuries, PTSD, and suicide. So today we'll talk with him about his recent articles, how hyperbaric oxygen therapy effectively treats the brain, and why the military, DOD, and even pro sports are ignoring this important treatment. Dr. Beckman, how are you, sir? All is well with this end, sun shining, um, uh, different days, same issues though, Phil. Right on, which is why I'm always, always honored to talk to you because I know that nobody is uh, squared up against the fight against suicide better than treatnow.org. And I've always loved what you've done since the first couple case examples we went over. You've been on the show a couple different times with a couple different veterans, and each time the story's the same. We're talking hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And before we jump into today's topics and examples, uh, let's just catch up real quick. Scientific explanation. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy, what is it? What do it do? Here, here's uh, a scientific fact. Over 20 peer-reviewed studies, including five from the U.S. government that cost over $186 million, produced data in the last 12 years that indicate safety and efficacy of using oxygen under pressure to heal brain wounds. The U.S. government data demonstrate categorically that people get better when they breathe oxygen under pressure. Now, why does that happen? One of the things we know about traumatic brain injury, hits to the head, concussions, and so forth, 
strokes, falls, mixed martial arts, concussions in sports, uh, smacks to the head cause inflammation, along with damage from blast that we can talk about. But hits to the head cause inflammation, slows down blood flow, and thus delivery of oxygen to the brain. So people get hypoxic. You get cognitive, behavioral, all kinds of uh, negative influences. And what hyperbarics does, and the FDA in 14 different occasions, uh, has approved hyperbarics for things like wound healing and decompression sickness and burns and a rich variety, 14 different indications, four of which are really, really close to brain injuries. So where are we? Worldwide, HBOT is used hundreds of thousands of times a day. Treat Now has been involved in treating over 21,000 traumatic brain injuries, over 90% success. And a crucial statistic about hyperbarics is that uh, clinics all over the United States, in our coalition, we've got 135 plus clinics, over 1,200 hospitals with HBOT chambers. They can and will start treating traumatic brain injury today. So we're looking at a treatment, a medical treatment that is approved by the FDA for 14 indications, and yet the VA will not use it because of flawed science. But I'll stop there. Hyperbaric medicine is safe and effective for treating TBI, PTSD, concussions, post-concussion syndrome. Absolutely love that. In that answer, not only did we get some of the scientific proof, but we also heard a little bit of the conspiracy about why it is that the VA and the DOD are so reluctant to use this. Let's get into kind of where it's clear. Uh, you have an article at your website, treatnow.org. The article's entitled Blast Damage and Suicidal Ideation. And you wrote, for 14 years, TreatNow has been focused on continuing to appeal to help the DOD and the VA do the right thing to prevent suicides especially among combat veterans, particularly when you notice that the spec ops community has the highest rates of suicide. Unpack that for me and tell me basically you're saying now that enough knocks to the head or enough types of head trauma will invariably lead to some problems with suicidal ideations and that HBOT stands as the fix for the, all of this. Well, uh, we have to be careful about language, uh, uh, universal statements about uh, will cure suicidal ideation. Uh, we shy away from uh, categorical statements. Uh, however, when you look at uh, patients who go through HBOT therapy, that's uh, typically 40 dives. A dive is a one-hour session in the chamber, breathing 100% oxygen under pressure. And those pressures can uh, uh, vary based on uh, the nature of uh, the damage, uh, how long ago was the damage, uh, guys with 50-year histories from Vietnam, uh, professional athletes 50, 60 years out, all showing improvement. However, uh, in the case of, of uh, blast injury, we're, we're talking about something uh, uh, more insidious than constant uh, hits to the head, uh, the little uh, uh, pre-concussive uh, strikes and so forth, more and more research showing that they accumulate and they cause brain damage. And that brain damage can lead, not always, but can lead to chronic traumatic encephalopathy. More and more research out of Boston and around the world 
looking at the chronic traumatic encephalopathy, uh, more and more people are worried about degenerative brain disease caused by hits to the head. In the case of a blast injury, we're talking not only about an electronic and uh, a pressure pulse, we're talking about ripping and tearing and um, massive uh, reflective damage when you're inside of vehicles and so forth. So the damage that can lead to mild, moderate, or severe brain injuries can't be described except by talking about symptoms. And one of the symptoms veterans with brain damage who go to the VA seeking help have uh, concocted a sort of mantra uh, about how the VA deals with their brain injury. Deny, delay, deceive, drugs, depression, and death. More and more people are dying from suicide. And one of the reasons people commit suicide, and there's massive amounts of money, a $200 million plus up this year in suicide prevention alone, of over $200 million. Then last year's bumper sticker on suicide prevention was, if you see something, say something. Let's all start noticing who wants to commit suicide and let's get in the way of that. So we spend hundreds of millions of dollars on a 988 crisis line. All good. Never opposed anything that will help prevent suicide. But we ignore a simple fact. Risk assessment of underlying damage to the brain will say, fix the brain and the symptomatology will be relieved. In the same way you treat a, a busted ankle, uh, bad knees, shoulders, we need to treat brain injuries the same way we treat wounds, i.e. wound healing principles. And that's energy and oxygen. You have to get oxygen, massive amounts of oxygen to a brain, which is starved for oxygen because of the inflammation caused by blast, hits, falls, etc. So it seems to make sense. A wounded arm, you treat the broken bone. A traumatic head wound, you treat the brain tissue inside. But Dr. Beckman explains that vets tell him the VA has a different method of treating their injuries. Veterans come to us and say the VA uses drugs and talk therapy as the um, last resort. Uh, their big four are, are uh, psychopharmacology, drugs, cognitive psychotherapy, talk, EMDR, eye movement desensitization and retraining, and immersion therapy on the supposition that if you talk and talk and talk and talk about uh, why you're afraid and experiencing PTSD-like symptoms, you're going to be able to deal with your symptoms better and better. So nothing in the VA's bag talks about wound healing. The concussion protocol doesn't recognize brain wound and never uses the word oxygen in not one protocol anywhere in the world. So when, for example, uh, a, a vet goes to the VA, we've got a, a, a plethora of places where people can go to be told that we're going to help you deal with your new normal. Your new, not your old normal. We're not going to bring you back to health. You're just going to have to wait. They call it the tincture of time. That the brain is going to heal itself. Neuroplasticity will take over. Everything's going to be cool. No, not true. In most cases, it is absolutely true that symptoms will abate. People will go back 
to a normal life after a first concussion. After a first blast, probably not because the damage from that. And again, depending, always depending how close you are to the blast, how many concussions you've had before. That said, once you have a brain injury, the concussion cascade, which has been talked about and talked about for uh, over a decade now, is a degenerative cycle. CTE is one end of that degenerative cycle. But when you have brain injury and you have another brain injury and you have another brain injury, you're talking about compounding. You're talking about building comorbidities, i.e., that you're going to start taking drugs for the symptoms of having a brain injury. And everyone knows that substance abuse causes brain damage. And we also know from more and more research that PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, causes brain damage when not treated quickly enough. So over time, the United States Army, it was, it was astonishing. They did not want to label veterans with traumatic brain injury. In fact, it didn't exist. PTSD didn't exist, and it came along. And so the vast majority of veterans have PTSD-only disability claims and payment. They have never been diagnosed with traumatic brain injury. And the vast majority of combat veterans who come to us with PTSD-only, Phil, have traumatic brain injury. I had a, a shrink inside the VA hired by the VA to uh, reconsider veterans' mental health. And he said to me, either my compatriots are damn stupid or there's a conspiracy in the VA to not properly label traumatic brain injury. So whether it's a PTSD diagnosis or traumatic brain injury, we treat all veterans the same. Hyperbaric oxygen reduces symptomatology such that we can say with two exceptions in the last 20 years, tens of thousands of treatments, no suicides. And one of the reasons for that, Bill, they get off most of their drugs, drugs which warn on the label in a black box. These drugs can lead to ideation of suicide in males between the ages of 17 and 25, written on the label. And as everybody knows, the opioid crisis started in the VA. It was the perfect target because the VA bought hundreds of millions of pills. So at the end of the day, hyperbaric oxygen therapy reduces symptoms to near zero and gets vets off their drugs. Gives them hope. Brain clears and, oh, by the way, heals that wound to the brain, which takes over from all of the balance problems and and nervousness problems and sleep. Sleep. Sleep, we know. Deprivation of sleep is torture. And they get back to sleeping again. And so their lives are transformed and the symptoms abate. So good. In fact, I always hear when you say that the words of a great warfighter I know, Army veteran, um, psyoper, paid his dues in Sodder City, and Boone Cutler always told me, it's not that you have a TBI. It's that you have a TBI resulting in what? And the only way Boone Cutler was able to kick the combat cocktail that he was certainly going to be addicted to for the rest of his life 
was through modalities like HBOT, through other things that the VA does not recognize and that does not actually treat what was wrong with his brain tissue on a cellular level. He couldn't talk his way out of this. He couldn't therapy his way out of this. He couldn't drug his way out of this. When he finally started to deal with things on a cellular level, he suddenly, miraculously uh, felt better. Whether it's the veteran, whether it's the NFL player, we've seen, as you'd said, the degradation in their in their mind. And of course, if they're not feeling well and they're depressed, you know, suicide suddenly seems like an option. And if you could just treat the cells, uh, let's get into some of the veterans you've known that have treated the cells that have gone through HBOT and have thrived. Give me a case example that just stands out to you. I know we've met together a couple different vets. Well, uh, the very first veteran who received hyperbarics was Brigadier General Pat Maney. Pulled out of Walter Reed after 15 months of going downhill. His life was over as a judge. Life was over as a brigadier general. He'd been in Afghanistan. He was blown up. Came to Walter Reed, 15 months incapacitated, into HBOT. Pat Maney went back to Florida, a judge, elected, transformed not just his own life, but the state of Florida with veterans' courts, and is now an elected representative in the Florida legislature passed HBOT legislation. And in some cases, veterans, uh, it's astonishing, the homelessness and the incarceration and so forth of veterans. So you wind up with uh, a cadre of undiagnosed and untreated veterans. And again, millions of Americans, by the way, but hundreds of thousands of veterans who are drawing disability when in fact, by treating their wound, they can be put back to work, back in society, save their families. My God, the the number one Marine enlisted man in the entire Marine Corps, suicidal under the bed, and his wife talks him down. And Simon LeMay is now a contributing member of society, a, a walking, talking genius when it comes to what we need to do. And we've got some athletes too, Phil. Maybe we want to talk about some of the athletes who've been transformed. Yeah, I was going to say, I noticed on the website recently um, an article that's got uh, a clip from Joe Namath's interview with Howard Stern. But in the email I receive also, it, it listed probably half a dozen NFL players, current or most recent NFL players that have benefited from this. Talk to me about an example there. Well, Novak Djokovic, maybe the best tennis player in the world at the moment, uh, carries a hyperbaric chamber around with him to heal. Uh, Michael Phelps, how do you think he became world champion with all those medals? Hyperbaric oxygen. Uh, LeBron James. But let's talk about uh, hundreds of athletes using hyperbarics for soft tissue injury, general wellness, etc. All about inflammation. You get pounded and pounded and pounded and pounded. Sports, whether they're amateur or professional, your body is breaking down. It gets inflamed you get stiff hyperbaric oxygen, heals, soft tissue injury, et cetera. But let's talk about uh, uh, Joe Namath. <laughs> Amazing. He's had over 120 dives. Uh, he'll tell you about it. Watch that video on the website. Uh, and he is familiar with dozens and dozens of his ball players uh, who are uh, negatively affected. Dave Robinson, Green Bay Packer, great videos on the website. Uh, Hall of Famer. We've got a whole bunch of Hall of Famers from the Professional Football Retired Players Association 
uh, Jack Youngblood and Mike Haynes. I can go on and on with all the recipients fighting like hell against the NFL for uh, benefits. A long series, long series of uh, exposés, so to speak, about how the NFL denied, 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 just like the VA. Welcome back to CBS Ion Veterans. I'm Navy vet and journalist Phil Briggs. And today we're talking with Dr. Robert Beckman, executive director of TreatNow.org, an organization dedicated to solving the suicide crisis in our country through the use of hyperbaric oxygen. HBOT, or hyperbaric oxygen therapy, is an FDA-approved treatment for wound healing, and the medical community has recognized its ability to treat wounds for a long time. But when it comes to brain injuries, and TBIs, concussions, and even PTSD, oxygen therapy is not widely used. As more veterans connect their PTSD to blast impacts and concussions, Dr. Beckman is loudly proclaiming that treating the wounded brain with pressurized oxygen is the missing link. We discussed how just like the veteran community, football players have also had a tremendous amount of head injuries. And despite the medical research studies that show the benefits of hyperbaric oxygen, the NFL has not been quick to use it. If you had watched the movie Concussion and saw Mike Webster, a long series, long series of uh, exposés, so to speak, about how the NFL denied, 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 just like the VA. Doesn't exist. No connection. Well, then their executive vice president says in Congress, yes, there is a connection. The next day they retract that. The CTE groups out of uh, Boston, the Legacy Foundation, etc., all of them demonstrating, not unlike cigarettes, connection between smoking and cancer, connection between smacks in the head and degeneration, deterioration, and suicide. There are multiple suicides. Nobody who saw Aaron Hernandez's story can deny that that man was brain damaged. It goes on and on. But currently, right now, you can go on the website and see some of these professional athletes talking about where they were and where they are today. We're not making them 20 years old again, but a life at 60, 70 years of age where, the, the as they put it, the cloud lifts. I get clarity of thinking. I can sleep. I'm not in as much pain. I have quit taking drugs. This is true across the board of people who have lucked into because their doctors aren't telling them there's nothing in the concussion protocol in FIFA, NC2A, NFL, NHL, etc. Nothing that has to do with medicine. It's about rest and day after day, uh, increasing your ability to demonstrate that you're not hurt anymore. But there's nothing medical going on by uh, the NFL when they go in that blue tent. We love the blue tent. Same old stuff. You just can't see it happening. Stand on one leg. What's the score? Follow my finger, etc. And if they take your helmet away and you go to the locker room, rest up and tomorrow we'll see how you feel. So this tincture of time argument about head hits is not medicine. At the end of the day, every NFL team, every college team, every high school should have access to hyperbarics for concussion. And again, one more time for me, what is it that they're saying that they feel they went in, their doctor had given them, let's say they were a retired athlete or a retired veteran, both having 
sustained some hits to the head, and they were given medication to cover the symptoms. Tell me again, what words have they used to describe how they feel after several dives of hyperbaric oxygen? We hear over and over and over again, at some point, typically around seven to 10 dives. My God, I I didn't want to talk about it, but I was sleeping again. My wife didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to ruin it, but she could see that I, I was starting to remember things and my eyes were clear and I, I just didn't have as much pain. And I started to realize how bad I was because this is an insidious thing where the slow degradation, you don't even realize how bad off you are until you suddenly get that fog lifted from your brain. Almost everyone talks about brain fog. That brain fog can be, I'm not saying categorically, hypoxia, the diminution of oxygen. You go high, 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 high in an airplane without oxygen, you get hypoxia, the diminution of oxygen to the brain. Oxygen under pressure restores a balance 10 times the amount of oxygen. It's legalized blood doping at one level because these mitochondria that are stunned in a concussion or a blast, stunned, they're not working. Bam, steroidal oxygen. It fires up the mitochondria processing of ATP. And by the way, clears gunk from the brain. You know, this whole, the whole idea of the brain slowing down as part of aging. Well, If you don't get oxygen to the brain through blood flow, which has been cut off because of inflammation, you're going to experience hypoxic effects, confusion, memory, uh, nervousness, photophobia. There's a, a whole range of executive functions which shut down when you don't have enough oxygen. Hyperbarics takes these old guy, you got to see, you got to watch Dave Robinson's video and how he talks about, he didn't even know how bad off he was. And suddenly there's a clarity. Mike Haynes will talk about it. Uh, oh, fabulous stuff. My old buddy, uh, uh, Mar Fleming. My God, his work with hyperbarics over several decades. He is a, a walking poster child for health. That is so great. And I'm glad to hear the details all the way down to a high school biology lesson there. I haven't used the word mitochondria, I think, in a conversation in years. But yeah, on a cellular level to hear about how oxygen kind of restores and can reboot these cells, uh, you know, to optimize their function and thus, you know, cleaning out the brain fog. I, I just love the way you put that. Hey, let's stick the landing here. Um, we've talked now about the veteran experience and, of course, the TBIs and the knocks to the head that you can get in the combat. We've also heard from the pro sports lane and various pro athletes that have had, you know, hyperbaric oxygen cure what's been ailing them because of the force of the hits in the NFL or because of the NHL or the just wearing and tearing that pro sports does to the body. Now let's broaden it a little bit and say, does this have application towards just common everyday things that other people that didn't serve or play pro sports might feel. And I'm talking to the people that have arthritis. I'm talking to the people that have been diagnosed with that basket case or that basket of terms known as fibromyalgia. Uh, I'm talking to the people that have autoimmune problems and gastrointestinal issues. 
Can oxygen positively affect those conditions <laughs> like we've heard how it helps the brain? Phil, uh, uh, no one in medicine, no one in medicine would say, uh, let's run a randomized controlled trial on hyperbaric oxygen and the control group will get no oxygen. Can't do it. So at the end of the day, a, a real randomized controlled trial that controls oxygen to the body uh, can't be done. Uh, you can try. But without oxygen, every body system shuts down. It stands to reason, as we know with disease, there's inflammation in the body. More and more studies showing the role of inflammation at causing disease and caused by disease. So it's a, a an endless cycle of inflammation, shuts off blood flow, shuts off delivery of oxygen to all body systems. It is categorically true worldwide, mounting bodies of evidence, randomized controlled trials, HBOT for COVID and long-haul COVID, showing astonishing results at keeping people off of ventilators, getting them out of the ICU, restoring function. I want to mention something that uh, I'd be derelict if I didn't. Diabetic foot ulcers. In the VA, there have been, since the beginning of 9-11, more deaths through lower limb amputations than all of the KIA in all of the wars starting with World War I. Nearly 800,000 lower limb amputations, and 90% of those veterans are not told that hyperbaric oxygen is approved by the FDA, on label, and insured. All over the world, hyperbaric oxygen in over 87% of the cases prevents lower limb amputations all over the world and in the United States. But in the VA, the, the numbers are staggering. Lower limb amputations, which sadly is a three to five year death certificate. Close to 80% of lower limb amputations lead to death within three to five years. If it gets bad enough, gangrene sets in and you get blood poisoning and you got to start chopping stuff off. We're talking about astonishing numbers, Phil. It's 796,340 veteran lower limb amputations. Unbelievable number. More than all the KIA and all the wars starting with World War I. We're looking for veterans with diabetic foot ulcers. We can help right away. It's insured. You have to demand of the VA that they tell you about it and send you to a hyperbaric chamber for wound healing. Now, since it works, why isn't it on label and insured? Well, for decades, uh, the group that has been uh, um, the sort of good housekeeping seal of approval for hyperbaric oxygen uh, uh, the Underseen Hyperbaric Medical Society, UHMS, has had a definition on its website, which in hindsight, they have shown to be inaccurate. And last May, the UHMS uh, changed their definition to comply with the laws of physics, biochemistry, and physiology, i.e. that medicine begins with any increase in pressure and or oxygen concentration. And thus, 
the U.S. government studies, which said that hyperbaric medicine only begins at 1.4 atmospheres of pressure, were in error. In fact, their sham, that is the placebo, which they tried to use in controlled studies, was in fact a dosing study. So all five, all five studies by the U.S. government that claim in their conclusion that HBOT is unproven and doesn't work are in error, in error, as in wrong, as in now they know that their studies prove that both the control group and the treatment group led to people got better. It's on the VA website. We can't ignore the fact that patients got better. Well, they do ignore it in their conclusion. So we're looking at a treatment, a medical treatment that is approved by the FDA for 14 indications, and yet the VA will not use it because of flawed science. So we're lobbying a lot at Treat Now to change the VA, uh, to get Congress to force accountability on the VA. Now, what comes next remains to be seen. But Dr. Beckman and TreatNow.org has been at this for 14 years now. Beyond the medical effectiveness of hyperbaric oxygen therapy, Dr. Beckman also discussed how widely using this treatment also has a huge economic impact, which would benefit more than just the veteran community. In the great scheme of things, if you want to talk economics, using hyperbaric medicine on brain injuries, whether they're diagnosed or not, is going to be a cost of one half of 1% of the total cost of not treating brain injuries of 877,450 brain damaged veterans post 9-11. 877,000. That's the results of a major study we put out, uh, the brain drain. And across the United States, there's millions of Americans degraded. We didn't even get into the citizens degraded and on welfare and brought out of the economic system, can't work, and essentially wards of the state. So we're looking at a treatment, a medical treatment that is approved by the FDA for 14 indications, and yet the VA will not use it because of flawed science, which even on their own website, they admit patients got better. That's just amazing. I mean, it is frustrating, but at the same time, what I love about each and every one of our conversations is the fact that the solution or rather a treatment modality is here in front of us. It's not like we're wishing for research. It's not like we're praying to God that like the answer will come. We are simply looking at the efficacy of oxygen and inside of a pressurized environment and the miraculous things that it can do that, as you'd said at the outset there, you can't do a control group that doesn't get oxygen. It is part of our existence. Why not use it to its optimal capacity and really ramp up the use broadly of hyperbaric oxygen to treat dozens and dozens of things? Because at the core, as you'd said at the outset there, inflammation. And when those cells are inflamed, gosh, so many things go awry from there. Let's treat it on a cellular level and oxygen. I haven't even mentioned the proliferation of stem cells. Part of the healing process is uh, when you get eight to 10 times the number of stem cells circulating in the body as a result of hyperbaric pulsing, you wind up with 
a healing modality, stem cells that will go to any part of the body. That's the beauty of it. Any part of the body to heal that which is diseased. So we talk about rebuilding brains. Dan Amen has done hundreds of thousands of spec scans and sends really damaged folks to us for healing their brain injuries. At the end of the day, there are veterans out there who haven't been told that hyperbarics exist. Whether they have diabetic foot ulcers or traumatic brain injury, they can come to that website, treatnow.org. But more importantly, they've got to talk to the VA. They have to demand that the VA demand. It's called informed consent. The VA is under obligation legally and medically to inform them about treatments which will preserve their health and wellness. So Congress has to uh, hold them accountable. Uh, but it really is down to the individual and caregivers and friends to inform them that something can be done. You do not have to accept a life of degraded quality of life. All the more reason if you're a veteran caregiver or you are somebody that has suffered from something similar as we've talked about in this last hour. Yeah, you must check out treatnow.org. Always a pleasure to stand arm in arm with you and hear about the power of hyperbaric oxygen. And uh, I just appreciate everything you're doing. The constant updates, sign up for your monthly newsletter. You'll learn a lot and you'll see each month case after case of people that have benefited from the use of hyperbaric oxygen. Again, treatnow.org. And uh, my friend, I, I could talk to you for hours. Dr. Robert Beckman, appreciate everything you're doing, man. Thank you, Phil. Now that's a wrap for CBS Eye on Veterans. But let me leave you with a hyperbaric oxygen therapy success story from former Navy SEAL Dave Rogers. There were different traumatic incidents that actually affected my brain and changed the way my brain functioned. I realized that a lot of the problems I started having kind of stemmed from uh, my time in Mogadishu. I learned that uh, during one incident that, that happened, actually the first night I was in country, um, I was danger close to a large explosion and, and um, I, I believe now that I lost consciousness and, and um, I, I thought I was just stunned, um, but I, it, as, as my life went on and I started having problems, I was doing therapy and some of the therapy went back. and kind of, you know, you went back and kind of opened up some of the, some of the doors that were closed. And, and, and again, at the time, taking like five different meds, high doses, and still not really functioning and, and not living a purpose-driven life. I was unable to basically be me. Through hyperbarics, I got it back. I could see clearer after the first treatment. I could, I, w I came out and I was like, oh wow, I can see a little bit better. I, I, I got my, my ability to manage time and plan and execute. My ability to feel love and to feel emotion. After four, I noticed it was actually for sure doing something to me. I improved steadily every day. It, 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 it's not the end all, be all, it's not the only thing. Anyone who's suffering from mental illness needs, but it needs to be part of the solution.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.